You're listening to the Wanderlust Swingers podcast with Aussie hosts Kate and Daryl. If you're curious about exploring your sexuality or the swinging, hot wifing and non-monogamous lifestyle, you've definitely come to the right podcast. Or maybe you just love travel adventures. Either way, we share our personal, sometimes juicy, sexy stories as well as swingers club and event reviews, interviews with other sassy people and of course our global swinging adventures. We try to bring you a look into the diverse lifestyle that the swinging and non-monogamous community has. We hope you enjoy. Now let's get into the episode. G'day guys and welcome back to Wanderlust Swingers. Episode 150, we're doing a review of the Fun for Two, which is a swingers club here in the Netherlands. Welcome back to the podcast, Daryl. I went to the personal trainer. You went to the personal trainer, how was it? It was good, but you know, like personal trainers do, he challenged me, so. Yeah, but when was the last time you actually did? It's been a little while. So we're going to be talking about the Fun for Two Swingers Club here in the Netherlands. We had a, a chance to go there recently and we're going to talk about that, but before we... But beforeest. But beforeest. But before we get into that, I have some cultural tidbits about Rotterdam. Oh. Yeah, so the club is actually located in Rotterdam and I have two cultural tidbits about Rotterdam for you. Mm, Are you excited? I am. I, I just can't wait. Your cultural tidbits are the only reason I keep coming back I to know, this podcast. Right? Most of the inhabitants of Rotterdam are 25 to 45 years old. 40% of the population, in fact. Well, that's not most. That's mm. a large minority, but not most. Yeah. That's a lot, though. That's high. It's the highest population in that age bracket in the whole of the Netherlands. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that was the top number one cultural tidbit because if no. that's the case number two i'm not looking forward to i it. thought that was relevant because of the fact that i thought it was a younger hip more attractive kind of crowd in, that's just because i was there in in rotterdam when so. i turned up yeah the whole place mm-hmm. got more attractive yeah cool by three percent my second my second cultural tidbit let me see if you know what this is there is a statue that the locals have nicknamed the gnome butt plug have you ever seen a meme of the gnome and its little butt plug statue next to it circling the internet around Christmas time? No. You've never seen that meme? No. Well, this whole I don't th- frequent Facebook. This whole thing just is shit now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like I said, your first one was pretty crap. This is number two. Fuck it all. I'm okay. glad we're not doing number three. Listen, if you guys are out there listening and you know what I'm talking about, the gnome butt plug. So there was a statue that was erected by a and designed by Paul McCarthy. Erected. Yeah, erected. <laughs> And it is unfortunate because the Christmas tree next to the gnome actually looks like a butt plug. A giant butt plug. Here, a let's, giant butt plug? Let's just take a second. Uh, hang, on, hang, on, hang on. Step it back a second. Yeah. It's a gnome butt plug. No, it's Does everybody gnome hear that typing? Next Does to everybody hear plug? that typing? This is my life. I mean, Kate is a very passionate typer. She types so hard, she's worn the letters off the keys of two keyboards in under a year. And one of them was a laptop keyboard. I mean, this is some some fairly robust typing. Yeah, here it is, babe. Ready? Got it. Looks like a butt plug. Yeah, but I mean, it's not a small butt plug, is it? It's a giant butt plug. It's a huge butt plug. Yeah, but I mean, when you say gnome it's supposed butt to be a plug, Christmas tree. When you say gnome butt plug. I said a gnome plug, standing next to a butt plug. Yeah, but okay, so it's scale. Gnomes are normally, you know, that's a fucking huge gnome. It's a fucking huge butt plug. Well, the butt plug's bigger than the gnome. Anyway, guys. Anyway, why the fuck is a gnome carrying a Christmas tree butt plug around? Well, ask the ask the who dude. Who was it? Paul who? Paul McCarthy. Not Paul McCartney. No. No, because he's a different dude. Different one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He He's more known for 
musical butt plugs. Le- less 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 nomi butt, butt plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Bucket of a lubo. Yeah. Well, you know, patience and lubricant. You can stretch a mosquito's ass all over a bucket. Hey, do you want to tell everybody about the single guy date we went on? Do I want to? Uh, yes, I think this guy is actually needs to send references to other people on how to actually do single guy dating. And what would you say if you were to give like one piece of advice? Like, what would you say was his thing that he did that was like the gold star piece of advice that you want to give to other single guys out there? Um, he asked what he asked about us. And then he volunteered information about himself in terms of what he was into. Now, let me be specific here. He wasn't talking about, you know, he's into a finger in his arsehole whilst he's shagging. He was talking about what he actually enjoys in life. He enjoys people that he can converse with. He enjoys having jokes. He enjoys cocktails. He just spoke like a regular person and also kept it sexy. You know, it wasn't that he was just talking about, let's just let this happen. (laughs) Hey, Penny, you see that massively beautiful, fluffy bed that's expensive that's sitting like a metre away? But she's found a pillow that has has corduroy pattern on mm-hmm. it, so she's really enjoying a scratch at that. Yeah, Mum, nah, this is this $5 pillow is better. Hey, Mum, yeah. Thanks for buying me that expensive-ass bed, Mum, but uh, <laughs> this fucking pillow that's jammed up against the radiator is the best one. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Mum. So um, I think he was just, for starters, he was very... Polite. It was very obvious about what he wanted. He was very keen to know more about you, about your mm-hmm. interests. He was yep. keen to know more about what I was interested in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all in all, he just acted like a human. <laughs> so, you know, not like a, a raging fucking gnome butt plug that's just trying to fuck mm, anything mm. he can get his hands on. True enough. So that's your that's your yeah, gold just, star just, piece just of advice. Like, just don't be a cunt. Yeah. Yeah. He also did explain a little bit about when he was talking about things that he likes, he did go into some detail about the women in terms of like how they how they dress, how they appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but there was nothing in inherently sexual about what he said. It was sexy. Yeah, it was so, sexy. Yeah, he said like I, yeah, I explain like, what he said. He said I like ladies in in dresses uh, with enough underwear underneath so I can sort of see the lines and imagine what's happening. What else? I'd have he to said no makeup. Out. He said no, no, no. He said not too much makeup because I like to see who you are. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, yeah, I think everyone's entitled to their preference. Mm. And and if you're a heavy makeup wearer and that's not for you, then you just say no, right? And just say oh, I'm fucking heavy makeup wearer. Yeah, suck a dick. Suck and, a dick. And, and he'd be like, okay, well, how about probably, I suck a gnome butt, gnome butt plug and <laughs> exactly. we'll call it a day? Probably we're probably not going to get on. So you know, yeah, have sex somewhere else. Hey, it is June. Sorry, it is July. It is July, guys. And Fucking elbow. Yeah, I know. Only for a few days now. And some rather unfortunate news just came out of the United States, and I just want to just give some airtime to this real quick, and it was Roe v. Wade. So if you've been following this being overturned in the US, goes without saying that it is a horrible situation, and we are thinking about every uterus owner that's in the United States, and hopefully something more positive comes out of this um, and it get, can get overturned, overturned. So, yeah. Now, we are heading to London in September. We're going to London to Le Boudoir Club because we are hosting a meet, mingle and event with the Bed I've Hoppers been podcast. there before. You've been there. I've done it. Jolly old London. Yeah, I've got this T-shirt even. You, no, you don't. Yeah, I do. Went there, you got the T-shirt. Okay. So if you guys are interested in joining us, it is in September. You can head to our website, WandaLustwingers.com, look at the event, and we are hosting <laughs> a fun weekend with the Bed Hoppers podcast. We'd love to see you guys. A weekend? 
It's a weekend? I yeah. thought it was a night. Well, it's an official night, but like we're all going to be there for the weekend. So if you're joining yeah, us. What about if I don't want to hang out with cunts for the whole weekend? Well, then you can sit in the room and masturbate and I'll go hang out with cunts for the weekend. All right. We've got ourselves a deal. <laughs> I know. You're like fucking sounds like a party to me. <laughs> Man, the amount of jerking off I can get done and, and like there's no, when you're in a hotel room, there's no need for cleanup. You're just like, it's, you're just like a man sprinkler. You just wipe it on the chairs, the couches, the walls. Curtains. Yeah. Carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I mean, you don't wipe it on there. That's what you use to masturbate, isn't it? <laughs> just fucking rubbing yourself on the walls. <laughs> just put lube everywhere. You shine a black light inside any hotel room, and that's basically what you see anyway. It's just spunt everywhere. It's yeah. spuntastic. Well, here's what I'm thinking. You can, you know those like cheap-ass sprinklers, the green ones that you had as a kid? They, they roll up and they you put the hose through. Yeah, it's sprinkler real cheap, hose. Real cheap ones. Sprinkler hose. Right, okay. One of those nailed to the ceiling a little bit on the walls and filled with lube. And then you can just because you're going to rub yourself up against you the wall. You don't want too much lube. You can just have it. There's such a thing trickling as too down, much lube. and then you've just got like lubrication on the wall for you to rub yourself and and jerk off. Too much training. lube. That's too much. You need a bit of friction. Okay. I'm not opposed to the occasional tooth in the uh, in a head job. You know. Mm, like, mm. Yeah. You don't, but you don't want a little bit of friction. A little bit of. Hey, it's over ten minutes in. Do you want to talk about the club? Oh, I mean, if we have to. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> I was still jerking off in a room. <laughs> So what we're saying is if you want to come and spend some time with Mr. and Mrs. H and me in London whilst Daryl, whilst you, you know. Or come inside my room. Whilst hey? you know Daryl's in the bedroom <laughs> jerking off all over the furniture. Hey, let's talk about the Swingers Club. <laughs> so this is called the Fun for Two Swingers Club. And if you look up Swingers Club in the Netherlands, there are a few that come up and this is one of the most popular ones that... In the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, yeah. yeah. In the show notes, I will put all the links to the club, etc. if you guys want to go check it out. But you do have to register online first if you're going on a weekend. So unlike some clubs where it's just open to arrive, you do actually have to register online before you go. It is couples only on the weekends, except for... No, Fridays. Fridays are... Do we include Friday nights as weekends? I mean, that's the real question. I don't think we've got enough time to answer that on the podcast today. Yeah, good question. Good point. Okay, Saturday, let's just say Saturday on. nights are couples only. Yeah, okay. And Sundays. Hmm. I actually don't know. So they do do a Sunday pool event in summer, but I don't know whether they're couples only on those Sundays. So basically what you're saying is you know fuck all about this club <laughs> with the exception of the fact that on a Saturday night yeah. it's couples only. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. We're all on the same page now. Tuesdays. Yep. Definitely closed. So... <laughs> What I will say, actually, I don't know about that, man. Maybe. Who knows? Why did you call me man? What I will say is that it opens at nine and there is inclusive, like pricing is all inclusive, right? So it's all food and alcohol and everything else. What time do we get there? About 9.30? And how long do you think we waited in line for? Jesus, Kate, I'm 47. I can't remember this shit. You can't remember how long we waited there? We didn't wait for, in line for long. It was maybe 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, dude, it was 20 at least. Come Why on. Fucking ask Come me on. Then? Why did you ask me if you're like, oh, I know the seriously time? seriously lowballing it, man. I think it might have felt longer for somebody who was dressed inappropriately for the weather. <laughs> right? <laughs> who was that idiot? Oh, I don't know. Who was that idiot? Who thought, I'll just leave my jacket in the car when it's fucking 15 degrees outside? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, it'll be fine. They'll, we'll just walk straight in. We'll just waltz in. Don't they know who we are? Yeah. Didn't work like that, did it? No. No, you spent 15 minutes waiting in the cold, hence mm-hmm. it felt like mm-hmm. 20 mm-hmm. to 25 for you. Okay. Yeah. 
So if you want to avoid waiting in line, I would suggest that you actually get there at nine when it opens. It wasn't that bad a fucking line. Jeez. I complain much? Yeah. They kept the line moving. It was fairly steady in the way it went. It was a good sturdy British queue. You can get, if you've been there before, you get a membership card. So the second time you go back, you don't have to wait. You got a second line. You got a, they got a membership line. You got a fucking quick line. Yeah. That's what I was on about. Absolutely. VIP line. Now, we're, you know, obviously talking in Dutch and I was like, why is this line moving quicker? What's going on? Somebody, what's going, somebody, excuse me, anyone, anyone, hello, what's happening with that line? You but, didn't actually say that to anyone though. That all happened inside your own head. Yeah. Oh, you asked me a couple of times. Why is that line moving faster? I did look at the guy next to me. And, and I, I'm like, I don't know. We've been here 25 minutes. And I shrugged. And I was like, oi, shrug. Oh, shrug. The international symbol for why is that line moving so much faster? <laughs> exactly. Why is that line? <laughs> so the pricing is all inclusive. It is 150 euro though. How do you feel about that? Like when you think about the prices around clubs around the world that we've been to. I think it's actually quite cheap. You think it's cheap? Well, we'll think about it this way, right? If you go, so the clubs in the US are generally much lower price to get in. I think Collette's about 90. So let's go yeah. by the 90 versus 150. Yeah, so Euro and US at the moment are basically the same. Yeah. There's fuck all difference. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know. World shit fight economy. So they're basically the same at the moment. So the, you're paying that much money, then the cost of drinks in the US absolutely would tip you over the top of that. Well, but most clubs in the US are BYO. Are they? Mm-hmm. But cool. – Colette isn't, is it? 100% BYO in all four locations of Colette. Oh, really? Fuck. Well, there you go. What you're thinking about is the fact that on New Year's we spent $100 just on soft drink. <laughs> yeah, so quick quick update, <laughs> right? <laughs> when I say drink, I'm all-inclusive drink. I mean, I'm not talking about just drinking vodka straight from a fucking plastic bottle f- that you've just gotten from Walmart, you know, like a six-fucking-litre plastic bottle. Yeah, that doesn't even have a hand, proper handle on it. So you try and neck it and then you get so drunk that your hand doesn't grip properly anymore mm. and then it falls out of your hand and you end up walking around with a half a bottle jammed down your throat looking for the Heimlich to get rid of this massive bottle of vodka. Right, so carry on. You were saying by the time you spend money on drinks. Yeah, so, I mean, I was talking about the entirety of a drink, you know, including <laughs> the fucking ice. Well, I was going to say, do you want ice? <laughs> <laughs> Mixer. Not just the... Not just the... You can have fucking one cube for a dollar. That's all you're allowed. Yeah. So once you add all that in, even, I mean, even some of the some of the cheaper clubs, you, you get very close to that. And they were well-staffed and the cocktails were good and they had decent cocktails as well. Not, 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 not a broad spread, but they did have some cocktails and they also did mixes and all the standard shit. We drank mixes all night because you didn't go to the bar, not even once, and you kept sending me, and I didn't know what to say in fucking Dutch because my Dutch is fucking terrible because Dutch is so close to German that I know enough German to fuck the Dutch up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got told today that they're, they're frenemies language-wise. Oh. Because you can't trust if you know that if you know the German words, it means nothing in Dutch, but they're so close to sounding the same. Frenemies. Stupid languages. And it does, it does have food there as well. I mean, we didn't partake in the food. You didn't. You didn't either. Yeah, I did. You did Smashed not. Smashed a kebab up the back. <laughs> You're a fucking liar, mate. You did not. Fuck, I could go a kebab. Yeah. No, so if you were going to go there at nine and take advantage of, like, the food and get the drinks and stuff it's like that. It's a proper that, restaurant. Like a yeah, r- it's a rest- proper restaurant. Yeah, like a proper, not, not a buffet. 
There was a buffet section. Was there? Mm-hmm. Oh. So as you kind of walk in and you, you do the registration thing, this club has a lot of ups and downs. Man, it's got some really cool little nickety-knackety places, And it right? fucking does. And we're going to talk about the playrooms pretty soon. Are we? In this episode or is this a – because I want to do it to be continued. That fu- Nothing fucking pisses people off more than a to be to continue. So they give you a locker key and I have to say this locker key was off the fucking charts. This was – Single-handedly, the best locker area I've seen at any clubs, any clubs, any clubs in the world. Hands down, period. Full stop. Exclamation mark. Cool. The locker area was fucking so chic. (laughs) It wasn't about the chicness. It was about the fact that they had about 300 lockers to begin with. Not about. They had 330 lockers, in fact. They had 330 lockers. Well, that's how many keys they had. So I'm guessing... Through my powers of deduction. Mm-hmm, they had tw- 229 lockers. <laughs> it's got to be a key to fuck with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> they just give it to the, the person who's being the biggest ass yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, in the line. Yeah, in the the line. one who keeps fucking asking, the one who's why shr- is that shrugging. line moving faster than this line <laughs> using their international shrug symbol? Yeah. yeah. So what I liked about it is the fact that the keys were all colour-coded, numbered obviously, but colour-coded, and so were the rooms. So all the lockers were painted like red, but the room was painted red. Well, it wasn't just the room. I mean, all the fixtures in the room were red as Everything well. Everything was fucking red. And so it was like, oh, and you, green you had and a blue, blue one and you go to the blue section. Oh, no, it's crazy. It's almost like they did it for fucking infants. Fucking genius is what it was. <laughs> so it's the infinite in the room. I was like, this is brilliant. Thank you very much. Well, clubs don't, Jen. I mean, you got to – sometimes you're you're a first in best Sometimes I'm so wasted, says Kate, that I'm <laughs> unable to find the fucking – the right place for my locker key and I spend all night walking around with one locker key poking it into 329 lockers. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Most of the clubs I've been to have very few lockers. They definitely don't match the – volume of people in the club. So you've really got to get there early to get a locker if you want one. Secondly, a lot of the clubs don't have locks on the locker. So you have to bring your own or (gasps) buy one at the front. Get out or hire one at the front. There is, you know, like the London club, they take a key deposit, you give the key back, you get the deposit back. I have no problems with that. But the fact that there were so many lockers there that you knew everyone could get one. Dude, can we get past the fucking lockers (laughs) already? I mean. Okay, fine. Fine. You're so impressed by the lockers. <laughs> Do you want to talk about talk about the, the thatched roof outside before we got in and how blown away you were that it's actually made of straw? Like, what? People make fucking roofs out of straw? What is this fucking magic? <laughs> the grounds are actually pretty cool. I hope to do a YouTube walkthrough there. But anyway, okay, we will move on. Thank fuck, says everybody. In that YouTube video, I'll try to get some of the footage of the lockers. Hey, you haven't done the YouTube video yet. Stop fucking promising something. <laughs> it's like that you might say, hey, Mr. Club, can we do a YouTube video of your club? And they go, no, fuck off. And you'll be like, oh, no. How am I going to get the 329 lockers and one spare key on the video? Break in. You'll just have to situate. I'll break in on a Tuesday. Just cram a video in between your tits and just wander around with a camera. I'm going to let you take the entire next segment because I want you to talk about the pushy dude. I can't get past the lockers. I mean, I just need to talk <laughs> another half hour about those. I want you to talk about the pushy dude and the unsuspecting Belgium lady, please. The push, the pushy dude? Yeah, i got the really pushy dude and unsuspecting Belgium lady. Uh, that's in my notes. Cool. So the pushy dude. We were sitting in – we were actually – when we first arrived, Kate needed to warm up. I, what was wrong with me? I wasn't feeling well or something. You weren't feeling well. I wasn't feeling well, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't geared up to be a huge night to start with, but 
I wasn't feeling well. We uh, so we sort of sat down. We thought we'll have a couple of drinks and chipper ourselves up a little bit, or me especially, and then from there we'll see what the night turns into. So we picked a part of the uh, the just off the dance floor, I suppose, where you have a opening that you can see through to the dance floor, so you can see what's going on. You can see everybody in the club basically, but it's a little bit kind of pushed away in an area that people would have to come hunting you to to find you basically. When we were sitting there looking through this hole, this dude wandered over and just started talking to us through the hole. Mm-hmm. But he was really aggressive in his sexuality, like in the what what he wanted, you know. He's like really pushy around, you know, what are you guys into, you know. Well, I think he, his opening line to us, and I mean he's not wrong, you know, we were sitting off to the side on our own, but his opening line was something Why uh, are you sitting out and akin out to there? like what the you fuck is wrong with you? Twats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could have been our first time at a club for all he knew. Yeah. We were really shy, you know. Yeah. So he didn't kick it off terribly well, honestly. But he's even his body language was really aggressive. Like he he was constantly reaching out. Well actually when he first arrived, he reached out to touch you. Basically straight away. Which was like a metre away. Yeah. Like it was a long yeah, reach. Yeah, it was a big reach. So it was like, here's my arm on my way to you. And Kate just politely leaned backwards away from it. <laughs> but he, yeah, he was really aggressive and it didn't stop all night. In fact, it was one of the downers of the evening, I think. And it was one of the things that kept pushing me backward from having a good time. Because you just sort of start getting to enjoy what's happening and then he'd come back in again. But he was there with his partner, who was uh, who, who actually. So when we were to- when he was talking to us through the hole, we were polite and just responding to his his questions and stuff. And she was standing around the corner, hidden from us. Mm. And she kind of came around and almost tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Let's fuck off," <laughs> basically. Mm. And then he left with her. But that happened a few times throughout the night. And the final time, she spat it and just fucking left. Like just left and left him there alone, and it, it it very much appeared like he was just the one who was shoving this whole lifestyle down her throat, and she wasn't particularly interested in being involved. Yeah, she was lovely. I mean, I spoke to her for a, for a little while, and she was really quite nice in terms of you know she was just a normal human. Yeah, she was nice, but I d- neither of them were attractive to me. I I would not have no, ever. No, no, not at all. No, 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 they weren't sexually attractive either. No. But she was a nice. She was a nice human. He was just. He was just weird and mm. weirdly aggressive body language and everything you, you something you have forgotten is the fact <laughs> that two guys walked in to let's say two two guys who were struggling a little bit in terms of the <laughs> the ratio between them and the ladies they were with i'm so like fucking it was gullible. A, I don't know what's it was up. like a one and a half versus a 12 in terms of you know uh, on the hotness ratio and Kate's like, wow, look at those guys have done so well for themselves. I'm like, babe, they're obviously sex workers. And, and she's like, no. I said, look at everyone around this whole fucking club right now. Everyone, just about everyone in the club was looking at them going, point, 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 eye movements, point, point. It was so obvious. Yeah. I mean, these two, these two ladies were... So well put together, and the two gentlemen were so well not put together. It was it was just crazy obvious. No, it was yeah, that was no good. That was no good. Speaking about, Why wasn't that good? 
because it was it was weird because then they just sat there just the two men the just two sat, men sat there, there talking, talking to themselves each other, yeah. and I'm like that, what's no, the point that was of weird. what's the point of spending money on a sex worker to bring him to a swingers club to then just sit there and talk to your mate maybe they just were really fucking into the atmosphere no no the the uh, free blockers. drinks <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I I come for the sex workers I stay for the lockers exactly. So this happened with the, these these two people happened a number of times throughout the evening, but at ten thirty eleven there is a mandatory dress down that happens at this for club. all for everybody male and female male and female. So every single person which is in that the first club, time I've had to do that. Yeah. I, I actually don't like dress downs generally. So, right? tell, okay, so tell me about what you think about it. Uh, so I think I've come out said this previously. Dress downs, uh, forced dress downs, to me are, are a little bit. They just feel a little fake, mm-hmm. right? Forcing, and it's generally ladies that get forced to dress down. Um, I find it a little, yeah, it's forced, so it feels a little forced. And this is the first time I've had to do it as well, and it felt even more forced when I have to do it. You know, it's just not, it, it just seems weird. You kind of begrudgingly take yourself off to the yeah. awesome locker room. Oh, man. And that was actually another chance to get back to the locker room now that you think yeah. about it. Yeah, actually, no, it's worth it for the, the dress for down's lock, worth the it trip. just to get back to the lockers. <laughs> <laughs> so did you – how did you feel about it? I thought I just told you. Yeah. It feels forced and fake. I don't I don't like it. Mm. I, I don't like the dress down. It, okay. Um, so the other thing was is that the dress down is supposed to go along with a song that they put on, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we didn't know what the fucking song was. That's a g- bit of a giveaway. It's a du- it's a Dutch song yeah. as well. So yeah. even if we knew the name of the song, we wouldn't know the fucking. <laughs> no, all of a sudden there was just more and more people in lingerie, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then and then I sh- and then I shrugged. I shrugged at somebody, and they said, "Yeah, you got dressed down. Yeah, go dressed down." Mm-hmm. But that was actually an excuse that gave us. <laughs> I don't know whether you remember. It gave us an excuse to run away from that couple again. It did. It did. So let's let's move on. Let's just start talking about the playroom and stuff. I mean, I just wanted to play in the locker rooms all night, just pushing <laughs> that key in and out of you know <laughs> locker two twenty nine, trying the red key in the purple area, like trying to be a bit taboo with it, <laughs> lubing it up, seeing if it maybe feels right. Exactly. Yeah. That once, was my night. Monster bat for the other side. Yep. And I'm just and here I am just jerking off in one of the little rooms. No, so we, we got changed into our lingerie, but rather than going directly back lingerie. downstairs. Fucking mandrae. Well, I mean, what? <sighs> rather than going back downstairs, we decided to um, take a tour of the playrooms before they got too busy, right? Yeah. Can you, can you explain to people what? No, I can't because there's so many fucking rooms. It's too hard to explain. Yeah, so like what generally? Let, me, you- let me start at the basement, right? Because you can go downstairs or you can go upstairs twice mm. inside this club. And it's all built inside a very old, I'm going to say 16th century castle. Mm, castle's not the right word. Maybe very rich house. <laughs> I don't fucking know what you'd call it. But, yeah, it was uh, – so down into the basement, there's all these little – so it's all really rabbit warreny. Like a lot of it's – it's not very, there's not very many open spaces. There's one, really. Mm. But we missed a whole part of the club. I don't know whether you even realise that. You, you don't realise The little that. town looking thing. Yeah, there's a whole fucking French town in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We've got to go back and figure that out. Yeah, there's a French, like a literal little street village in inside the club. Mm. There's no pool, there's no jacuzzi or spa or anything down there. No hot tub. Well, everything's on the second level, so there is Basically. no there is no down. Everything's on the second level. So you've got to go upstairs into the lock, near the locker area, through the timber doors and into this... 
Yeah, but then you go downstairs when you get in there. There's a downstairs from there. No, there's an upstairs, which is the ladder, and then out there's a thing, and yeah. Then you overlook the top of the dance French floor. little village yeah. thing. So it is a rabbit warren of playrooms. Yeah, but they're, they're all really cool, though. Like they've got – they're all – you know, they've some of them are peephole places. There's others that there's are There's a like, lot – yeah, so there's – like you said, there was one main open area, I guess, with some beds around it, but there were all, – all of the other rooms had a lot of peepholes. Mm. So there was nothing that was like – then there was an audio room that was like built into the loft. So there's this ma- there's this maze like area. It's it's all the walls are black, the ceiling's black. Penny's getting comfortable on her corduroy pillow again, and it's quite I guess dark, but it's quite narrow. The different areas around the playroom are actually quite narrow. Hmm. So it is it is interesting. So there's this maze like playroom. Yeah, you, have you to go out bump of the, into people. You go out of the playroom, and there's a balcony overlooking the dance floor, so you can fuck. Over the dance floor, this balcony. And there people were there were people doing that actually. So what I did find a little bit weird about this particular playroom was that there was random rolls of paper towel just lying around the place. I thought I that was a bit. Problem with that. You didn't have a problem with that. Well, I mean, they did have a towel tower though, so that was nice. Somehow you think you know having any sort of toilet style paper or paper in general around the room is somehow weird. Mm. I mean, I think it's great. Clean up. Cool job done. Cool. Biff, baff, boff, out the door. So they did have a towel tower as well, which I, I, I thought was quite quite good. Hey, you can tell people about the orgy room now. We didn't we didn't, we didn't, didn't orgy, though. The, we didn't orgy in the orgy room because it was empty. I didn't realise it was an orgy room. Except for the fact that it said orgy-matic yeah. Over yeah. In, ca- carved into yeah. the, the, the room. I saw that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should probably take notice of those sorts of things before you wander into a room. So there's this set of spiral stairs that kind of go up to the locker area and playroom area. And then as you kind of come out this playroom area, there is a a ladder. And, and I'm it's a literal ladder. Like no, it's I'm not. not. It's stairs. It's not a stair. It is stairs. Okay, fine. In a very steep ladder-like appearance. Yes, they're stairs. A very different a ladder has a very different idea behind it, right? Okay. There's no back to a ladder. Okay, hold on. Uh, let me try to then make it so people can understand what I'm talking about. Would you say it's the equivalent of one of those um, attic things in the movies where the horror people are up in the attic bit and the person has to pull down the trapdoor thing and the ladder comes out? No, because... It was pretty similar to that, like the same size as, as that. It's the same steepness. And, and same size of the little stairy bits. Yes, but it's... Yes, it is very similar to that, but it's not a ladder. Okay. It's built It's in. a very steep staircase. Okay, fine. That is similar shaped to a, a ladder. Similar elevation to a ladder, yes. (laughs) Anyway, so I was like, okay, okay, I'm wearing heels, but fine, let's give this a crack. You took your fucking heels off. I took them off on the way down because I was like, that shit's death. How is it any different? It just, it just is. It. it, Yeah, but I mean, you're talking about what you are referring to as a ladder. You have to go down a ladder backwards, which we did. Yeah, but how's it going up a ladder with with heels on? I mean, correct me, people out there listening, if you've been up and down a ladder with heels on. I don't know. All the times I've been up and down a ladder with heels on, I've been fucking fine. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm like, let's go see. Well, I want to check out this whole club, so let's go see what's up there. And so we make our way up. Do you want to talk about how you complain profusely about having to wear heels all night because hashtag COVID has fucking stopped every woman in the world from ever wanting to wear heels again? Which I'm a, I don't really have a problem with. Except I don't, I don't I like think it. I actually complained that night. I complained incessantly at PCAP because I was like, nah. You, you, yeah, nah. Okay. So it's actually just become part of your standard repertoire then. You don't even <laughs> recognize it as complaining anymore. Okay, I don't maybe. Yeah. 
So we go up there and it's – this is obviously – this is in the attic bit. It's the top yeah, of the so club. So it's a regular staircase. It's just Kate needed a reason to take her fucking heels it's off. It's not a regular staircase. I'm kidding. It's, this, is a jo- this is a joke. No. Nah. That's called joke. Joke gone sideways. So we get up there crawling through the attic bit, crawling like – like army crawling through the ladder bit because you can't stand You're up. You're not army crawling. <laughs> you can't stand Jesus. up. You can't. No, it's not. It's you can You're still just regular crawling. You regular crawling. Regular crawling. But you can't stand up in there. And um, I was like, man, what is this area? I did turn around and I'm like, hey, do you want to play up in this random area? And you were like, babe, this is the orgy room, and there's only one small way in and out of this joint. Yeah. So if we got orgified, we'd be fucked. I mean, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so if like people come up there, like the creepy dude and the unsuspecting Belgium lady then there'd be no escape. Yeah, there would be. I'd <laughs> fucking rabbit chew my way through the <laughs> through the through the grassy grassy roof. Anyway, so we go back down, uh, <laughs> go back down and there's a there's a little area off the rabbit warren area that's a room. Hey, you've got me imagining his dick. Thank you a, for that. <laughs> with a chair, with a chair that looked quite fun to play in and I was like, "Ooh, I love a fucking piece of furniture." That wasn't a chair. Dude, you are so bad with your with your with your naming convention today, it was like a fucking chair. It wasn't a chair. It was like a fucking. It looked <laughs> like a piece of gym equipment. It was definitely sexually focused, but it was like a sexually focused gym equipment. You get a workout whilst getting fucked. It was in this little room on its own, and it had a Hitachi just swinging from the roof. Do you remember that? Held up in the there was a little area that it sat in. Yeah, yeah, like a little caged area. Yeah, but yes, it was. Swinging from the roof, yes. Yeah, yeah. We were going to play in that room and then we turned around to just like triple check the other rooms out to see if we've made our room decision appropriately. I mean, you did because uh, I wasn't involved in this at all because I did not give a fuck. And then I turned around and there was some having sex in the area that I wanted to have sex in. <laughs> bastards. I know, the bastards. Anyway, so we end up finding a, an area to play with. We play together. I'm sucking. Actually, do you remember any of that play? Yeah, he was like in my car. Okay, well, carry on then because I was facing the wall, so maybe... Good blowjob whilst watching people walk past. Actually, a lot of people stopped and watched. I was going to say, do you want to explain that to people who maybe haven't been to a club before? inspired by my penis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, so you were... I mean, you're dressed in lingerie at this point, which means that the way you were facing actually your... Basically, your whole ass and probably quite a significant portion of your pussy was facing toward the door. So, I'm fairly sure that people were stopping for that, not to witness me rolling my eyes back into my head, going, Aah. you know, it's not what people are looking mm-hmm. for. But anyway, good, very, very good blowjob was happening. And then, um, as yeah, people kept walking past, the, one of the concerns, one of the things that actually made this play less fun for me is that I, I was concerned that the, that couple would walk past yeah. and then come in. Mm. That, that actually – so I kept – unfortunately, I kept stop, not thinking about what was actually happening and kept looking to make sure that these fuckers weren't coming in, <laughs> which which is not a cool thing. Like it's really it, – it really takes away from the whole mm. sexiness. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that. And then um, – so, yeah, we were, we were – you were giving me a head job and then – uh, actually, we turned around, it turned you into the dog into the dog position, and you were facing still against the wall, and we started fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which was uh, which was rather uh, nice. So the interesting thing about the area that we were having sex in was that there's small peepholes, like smaller mm-hmm. peepholes, and mm-hmm. then there's a big doorway. But we were we were elevated too. We actually had to cl- climb climb up three stairs to get yeah. into this little kind of cubby hole area, and so it had this little archway to get into there. And so we're playing. So after I'm sucking Daryl's cock and he's watching everybody and it's all fine and dandy and then we're fucking, 
We stop, and as you said, there was like people coming and going, people stopping well, and looking. Well, I came. I don't know. Did you come? I don't think you did, did yeah. you? Yeah. You did? Okay. But there was a dude that actually, <laughs> a couple. I wonder whether I cared. <laughs> oh, no, I did. Yeah, I did. I was sorry. I was just joking. My internal monologue. There was a couple that actually came into this little cubby area. Yeah, and two played, couples actually. Like, played in the area. Two couples. Yeah, there wasn't, the, but the first couple is yeah. what I want to focus on. Yeah, yeah. Do you, so there was two stairs up to get into this little area and then the beds. In a little archway door area. And that the first couple that came in, like we went in and we went off to the side because the only way in and out of this place. Yeah, so you're about to complain about the fact that the second couple came in and laid basically in front of the door. They did lie in front. Out. His feet were dangling off the like off the little ledge because he was a tall Dutchman. Dude, when you've got to get shit done, it happens where you lie. Yeah, but I was trying to crawl out of there with my pussy and stuff. With your pussy. You were going to take it with, with some clean up and this guy's feet are there. And I'm like, you dude, just, just, either my, just my pussy's it. going on your feet yeah, before I get out of here. The, just drop it on the feet. Just up your shin. Just just like snail Charlie's shin. So how do you feel about it? Did you did you look at that whole situation and be like. I didn't give a shit. Actually. Yeah. It drove me mental. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, like swingers club etiquette. Fuck, there is no way I'm going to make it back to the lockers with this dude in the way. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> How can I make the shortest distance between where I am right now and the lockers? All in all, it was a pretty weird play session for me because there was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, uh, it was weird because the, I was constantly looking for those do- that dude. Then that couple came in, and and look, I didn't really find them interesting either, nor the second couple that came in. And yeah, it was kind of weird just looking out the door, fucking you. No, sorry, looking into the wall, fucking you. It was okay. kind of weird. Okay, didn't really. Let's talk about lessons learned. Would you have rather than if we positioned ourselves in more of the group open area rather than that little cubby house? No, I had no problem with the cubby house. It's just, I mean, there was a few things lined up there that made it awkward. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The, the people, the the cup, the cup, the first guy, the annoying guy, and then just the other couples were not really my fit and I wasn't really feeling it because my head was trying to figure out whether this creepy dude was going to yeah. start fucking running into the room. Mm-hmm. So on the way out of there, I, I tagged Daryl with the doors because they were like those Western <laughs> style. Fucking hell. What are they Jesus. called? What are those doors called? Fuck. Saloon. Saloon S- doors. Saloon doors. Fucking hell did you tag me with it. Mm. I had a bruise on my arm <laughs> and a fucking indent in my arm for like a week and a half afterward. Yeah. Fuck that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. What would you say about the type of people that attended like rough age – like rough physique. I think it was. I think it's a reasonable spread. This is where it gets interesting. I think in Europe, is the spread seems to be a lot wider than what we see, what we've seen in the US. Okay, elaborate on that, please. I mean, so yeah, I think it seems to start in late twenties, early thirties is really where people people are starting to come along to these events, and it stretches through right a long way into sixties, even seventies. Mm-hmm. But the but not but but. People also take – I mean, the Dutch are very tall and thin generally, mm-hmm. very fucking tall. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm six, six, one and a half or 186, 180, somewhere between three and six centimetres and I'm average fucking height here. Mm. You know, there are some really tall motherfuckers. Yeah. And the women are very tall as well. Yeah. So they're very tall, generally very fit – and that's because they ride fucking bikes everywhere. Yeah. Um. So they're, you know, they they eat a fuck ton of cheese, but they stay pretty fit because they ride to so work. So you're saying that there is no average age because of the fact that there's not really. A broad I think it's a pretty broad spread. I th- I think there, of course, there's an average. The but I think the average is 
probably five to seven years younger than what we saw, what we've seen in the US. Right, yeah. Yeah, outside of that, uh, yeah, the people are probably generally thinner and taller and that's just, I think, part of the the local yeah. nature of the, the genetics that are here. Fucking tall. Think about God the width damn. of the playrooms and the general oh, area. There's going to be a lot of feet poking off beds. <laughs> the width of the playroom, walking areas and the various playroom kind of nooks and crannies. It is definitely not a disability no. happy place. No. There's no way in fuck anyone that is in any way No, it's quite an able, ableist yeah, place, uh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is not even remotely. Um, so if, if you are – in that situation, then this would not be a club for you. No, you can't even. You wouldn't even make it into the ground floor. Actually, you can't. You can't stairs. because there's stairs to get in. So it's yeah, it's a little less inclusive in that regard, for sure. And would you say that if you were a larger individual, would you say that you could comfortably maneuver your way around the playrooms? I think you'd. I think you'd have more. I think you'd have trouble. I mean, the 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 halls are generally probably two two and a half feet. Wide, so what's that? No Quarter, idea. Uh, that's seven six hundred six hundred millimeters wide. So it's not it's not wide. It's it's they're quite narrow. Yeah, they're quite narrow. Mm. Yeah. So so they've it's definitely it's a club that's built for the Dutch. I mean, yeah, it really is. It you is know, generally very very thin in very thin very tall. Yeah. Man, they'd be maneuverability yeah. in terms of like stairs and stuff like that. You know, they can obviously. Well, yeah, this is the other thing, right? Because I mean, it's the, quite the, common the, here. The, yeah, the stairs here, all the stairs here, just about all of them, except public stairs or anything in a house, they're just cliffs. Mm. They're not fucking staircases. Yeah. I mean, you don't get a full foot on any stair in any house in, in the Netherlands. The bedhoppers are coming to visit us in like three fucking weeks. Hell, three weeks it's time. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm. Uh, we'll have to catch them at some point, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I think we might have to leave Mrs. H lying down uh, and sleeping H, in the gonna, lounge room yeah, at one point gonna, in time. There's no doubt at some point during the time they're here, I'm going to have to catch Mrs. H at the bottom of the staircase. Yeah, yeah. Which got, I'm not we, averse to, I might have. We got you, girl. <laughs> She's like, get your hands off my goodies. <laughs> I'm just protecting you. It's fine. With that in mind, I think interestingly here, because my parents visited recently, mm-hmm. and what we found was is that for people who are – um, similar ages to my parents here, they have a lot more strength in terms of leg strength for getting up and down stairs and yep. also biking, right, balance-wise, strength-wise. Yep. So I think there's generally a higher level of longevity of fitness. Yeah, in, I agree. Uh, because there's no, there's very few people drive cars here regularly. Like the cars are weekend toys. That's it really, yeah. Ex- except if you have a long way to drive for work. But otherwise people bike and train. So I, I actually I liked the club. I mean, everything we've yeah, gone yeah, it was through. Lovely. I actually did like this club. We we were. I don't think we were in the right. I certainly wasn't in the right headspace for this club. No, um, didn't feel great going into it. I think if we go back, though, I think we'll definitely be a little if bit. If that more couple's flirting. there, I'm just gonna fucking punch them out. Punch them. Fucking push them out the door. No, I won't do. So let's actually take a moment to talk about lessons learned, then, because that's something I really do want to talk about. Where. People often talk about how to reject somebody, but realistically, you generally only tell, tend to reject somebody if they're actually making a pass at you. It was it you was, didn't make a pass at us at all at any point in time, really. Are you fucking serious? Okay, well, Jesus. run me through that then, because I just thought well, I just are, thought it was you annoying. Just flirt immune, aren't you? I just thought it was annoying. He was I thought pressing it was, his body up against you at the bar. I mean, he was in your personal space. He was in my personal space. Yeah, from the moment. 
we, we we saw him uh, every time we saw him he was inside your personal space so every time how would you reject this individual then who's I, doing I mean, this it wasn't it was actually getting to the point of annoyance for me and i'm, I'm not normally the person who does the rejecting mm-hmm. right that's normally you mm-hmm. it was getting to the point for me where i was i was going to say dude look we're not interested please just leave us alone yeah i mean to be quite honest and we will generally tend to say like hey you don't have to have sex with people, but you can have conversations with people and everything. But I didn't even want to do that. No, this guy. I, no. Actually, you you quite literally turned your back to him at the bar, mm-hmm. and he still kept talking to you, and and still kept trying to touch you, and and that that is it was actually getting to the point for me that it was pissing me off. Yeah, <laughs> there's so much background noise in this podcast. It is what it is at this point. Yeah, so how would you – so if somebody was doing that again, like what would your advice be to somebody else to how to get rid of this person? And just tell ca- them to fuck ca- off. And ca- no, I'm serious. And then carry on having your night because you've just admitted to the fact that well, see, the it problem impacted is, your uh, entire yeah, evening. It did, but the problem is, is these things build, right? It wasn't that – the first time if he, if he we got, got away from him and then it didn't happen again. Yeah, because it was probably, would you say, three, three times. There was four times yeah. that we ran into them. Because we ran into them in the halls in the playrooms, plays playrooms as well. I don't know whether you remember yeah. that. We we literally ran away from the cleanup area beside the playroom to get away from them. Yeah, right. So, so the problem the problem is the build. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. So by the time you get to the point where you want to tell him, tell them, and actually it's just him, honestly. Yeah, tell him that you're not that you're no in no way interested. It's late enough in the night. It's already spoiled the night anyway. Yeah. And nothing's going to change that. Right. Right. So, and so, you don't know at the beginning, like that no, first interaction, you don't know that he's going to be a hassle. Yeah, exactly. And, but and, should you have done something yeah. at the second interaction? Not you, I mean us collectively. I, I, I mean, again, it's the build, right? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't – the first couple of times he was he was annoying but not a challenge. You know, you could just push – not push him away, but, you know, body language and, and lack of interaction thrust him in another direction. Yeah. But it's – each time that continues to happen, you get less and less tolerant yeah, to agree. that individual. Hence why the fourth time I turned my back on him, which I would normally never do never with do. an individual. Yeah. Because that yeah. is so rude. Yeah. So, no, it, it, that, that's, the, that's the problem there. It's, you can't – the lesson is that <laughs> you, you're going to have nights where somebody fucks it up. Yeah. That's the lesson. Because I don't think you can – you're not going to make that call on the very first mm. conversation – because you may never see them again for that night. Yeah. You know, it, and then I think it's a bit, I think on that first interaction, it's probably a little bit, I don't know, arrogant in some way, shape, no, or form. No, not at all. You if, I so? had, if I had my time again, I would have happily told him to go away. Okay. But, but again, you don't know that unless it's hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you, or you're just going to, yeah, look, there's been more than one time where my first line's not been a fucking. You know, corker. a corker. <laughs> so there's certainly a few people out there I know that are like, oh, this guy's a bit of a fucking dickhead. Mm-hmm. Only to be proven totally wrong because I am a fucking legend. Kate's just nodding slowly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't think there is a lesson there to be learned other than to say, well, hey, sometimes you have nights where they're not they're not perfect and sometimes other people can drive that. That's not really something you can always deal okay, with. Okay, so then would your lesson learn and advice be then don't – I just gave it to you. Yeah, but no, I'm saying – you. so your thing is like you can't – sometimes you're just going to have shit at night. So yeah. would your would your thing be like and then just don't get angry about it just after you leave? Just embrace it. Say, say la vie. Life is sometimes like that, right? I mean if it was all – fucking yeah. rainbows and lollipops, then computers would be doing everything and we'd just be sitting on a beach 
or in a hotel room masturbating. Jerking it off. Jerking it off against the walls. Jerking it off. Rubbing it off against the walls. What? Why is there an it in the middle? <laughs> no, man. You just jerk off. Rub off. I mean, you don't, there's no. Right. So anyway, it. that was that was our. No, no, no. Coming yeah, back to it. Yeah, why? No, no. Why, no, no. no yeah. I mean, why is that, why is that there? What? Why are you bastardising the English slash Australian language? I think we all know that Australians don't actually have a language. Yes, we do. It's called Australian. <laughs> Unlike the British, we left the AU years ago. Huh? Huh? What do you think? That was pretty good. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. I think only our British friends will get that. Mm-hmm. Everybody else will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? So that was our time here at the, the club in the Netherlands. I'm looking forward to and would love to go back. So we will let you know how that goes. If anybody comes at us the same way that that couple did. Imagine it's the same couple again. Oh, it'll just be like. Dude. No. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drop my, my broadest Australian accent. Like, dude, just fuck off. And I'll be like, I'll, you know what I'll do? I'll just, if we're in line in front of them, I'll just tell the hostess to give them key number 330. That'll really fuck with their <laughs> night. So, so guys, that has been. Nice callback, babe. Thanks, babe. Nice callback. That has been the fun for two swingers club in the Netherlands. Oh, fuck. I can't wait to get back to that locker room. I know, right? It's going to be amazeballs. Hey, patrons, new patrons, if you guys want to see photos and come, the come with us on that tour out of the locker room, if you guys, <laughs> for our newest patrons here, if you guys are in the Netherlands yeah, not and, the old ones, I mean, and, yeah. and want to and wanna come and visit the lockers with us, just let us know. So big shout out and thank you to Teddy, Fritz, Chris, David, J&J, Darren, Matthew, Maddo. Thank you very much. How come I don't get to give them all Australian? Okay, go. Uh, quickly, Teddy. Ooh, that's Ted a stuff? tough one. No, because Teddy's already like, you'd go with Teddy, right? Okay. Or you'd just call him, or you'd call him Paddington. Okay. Paddo. Paddo. No, it'd be, actually, it'd end up at Paddo. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it'd start with Paddington. Right. So Teddy, Teddy you're now called Paddo. Because of Teddy. Fritz. Bear. Fritz. See, I'd say that that's, I'd just be like, fucked. What? Because it's on the Fritz. No, you, he'd end up be calling Broken or, and it'd be Brokeback Mountain. That's where you'd end up <laughs> with him. Chris. Uh, yeah, what you got? Chris. I knew a Chris. Like we called him Bear, but, you know, you'd have to know why. You'd have to, yeah, because he was a big orange bear. Hey, he Chris, Chris Chris from Patreon, if you uh, want to send me a DM and let me know what your <laughs> Just, nickname is, that'd be top. You better send us a photo, then I'll give you an <laughs> Then you get your Australian name. It could be Bear, it could be Penguin. Okay. Next one's easy, David. Davo. Okay. Uh, I know these people, but you don't, and I'm not going to share their name because their initials are J and J. Oh, so, well, I mean, J&J is a pretty good one as well. We'd, we'd just call you Band-Aids. Band-Aids? Yeah, because Johnson & Johnson, Johnson makes Johnson. Band-Aids. Darren? Dazza. Dazza. Hey, you and I share the same name there, big fella. Dazza. Or Dags. Dags, yeah. yeah. Which is, for those of you out there who don't know. Just Google it. No. Go on, no, go, Google Kiwi Dags. Why Kiwi Dags? Because, you know, all the sheep. I don't, I, I th- but I don't think Kiwis call them Dags. Oh. Anyway, uh, and the last one is Matthew. Matto. Matto. Yeah, Matto. There you go, guys. So thank you very much if you're one of our new patrons. I hope that you enjoyed the Honey Bidette lingerie photos. What did you think of them, Daryl? They went all right. They were all right? You go all right for an old cracker. I spent 250 euro on- Fuck me. <laughs> thank you. That was your money, by the way. I spent 250 euro <laughs> of Daryl's money on uh, new Honey Bidette lingerie, and I've been slowly posting photos up on, um, up hey. on a Patreon. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm going to do some on-location shots next week. So, anyway, cool. I think that's enough, eh? I Let's mean, is anything going to recoup the 250 fucking <laughs> euro? <laughs> that's where I'm at at the moment. If you see me on the corner uh, in lingerie, just chuck me a fiver or something, eh? Better start with a fitty. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, guys, that has been episode 150. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will talk to you guys soon. Thank y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Bye bye baby. Goodbye. Is that a song? Yeah. Oh, okay. Bye.